the tea is exceptionally good today. <laughs> Who made this? Mm -hmm. Very delicious. Why don't you spill it, bitch? Come on, let's sip with it. You wanna hear it, bitch? You better get it, bitch. I'm talking nasty, juicy, messy. That hot and fire gossip make you wanna call your bestie. What's tea, bitch? When you log on to the gram, you double tap that photo, it goes down in your DM. Now what's tea, bitch? And we are back with another episode of Triple T. What up, what up? Back, back, back again. I am so grateful that we are covering Love After Lockup. Yes, it's it is it's <laughs> It's it's the best thing, one of the best things in life. <laughs> I just there's there's so many favorites, and I don't know who to pick from because everyone's life is just equally shit. But I will yeah. say that visually, visually, mm -hmm. Mo Monique and Derek are my mm -hmm. favorite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Think Norbit and Respucia. It is literally like real life Norbit and Rescue. And it brings me so much joy. Production is saviors for, for just getting those camera angles in the car the way that they do. Always with the with the <laughs> extendo with the extendo clip. Right. So, yeah. They always they always make sure we get a nice solid landscape view of, <laughs> <laughs> of them sitting in the front of that four edge. It's just it's Looking magical. like she's driving the magic school bus. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's great. And I just, I wasn't, see, the thing is that a lot of our listeners were sending us clips on Twitter about, like, that scene. Like, not that, but her, she was in the scene, right? So I'm like, oh, she's just big, but you couldn't really see, like, how big she was. But no one, see, God didn't send us the quality content. The quality content is them next to each other. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> and that's like what I needed. Her, her sitting up in the seat, like a whole foot over top of him. Because <laughs> he's small as shit. He's like a small dude. See, the it's, thing is, is that I don't know if if he's small or she's just gargantuan. I think it's like a a, a, a remix of, of the both. Okay. All right. They playing together. An infusion. infusion. <laughs> Oh my God, can we just start with Love After Lockup? I just feel like I, I need it. I need it. Bet. So, hold on, my notes are always acting up. I would love to get an explanation for why this happens. But, like, why, if you go back to your note and then it's like empty and black and then mm. when you close your notes and then open it back up, it's there. Like, I, I don't understand that. Whatever. So, <laughs> um, so, let's start with Justine and Michael. Um, I think I watched like the first episode of this. So I already had kind of, I didn't go back and like watch all the episodes though. Right. Um, oh, okay. So this is the one where the dude 
uh, I think he was a previous like drug dealer or whatever, and he's a rapper, of course. Yes, black and guy. they they made sure that they um. I think he might be Puerto Rican. Is he Puerto, black? Yeah, black Puerto Rican. Whatever. I guess he has cousins. The same yeah. difference. Same yeah. difference. Same difference. Yeah. But they entered with them playing like some like reggaeton adjacent kind of a music in the beginning. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I think they might be my favorite little hood love story though. I think I like them so far yeah same um something's going on with his family though and because i didn't go back i don't have full context um <laughs> i i might i might by before next week i might so uh she talks to him about his family because basically his family uh she was holding him down family wasn't doing shit but now they're being like territorial over him uh, and she's like, I'm not doing this with your mother and sister and all this shit. Like, bitch, nigga, you mine and fuck your family for real. <laughs> um, they got married. So they're already married. Um, and he is going to see his man, Mocha, uh, because <laughs> he has a music career. He's from Jersey. He is Montana Mills. And apparently um, Mocha is the SoundCloud version of Barry Gordy. Yes, or or hold on, Love that. Rich, Love rich, that. Dollars. <laughs> rich dollars, rich dollars, that's more fitting. That's more fitting. Yeah. Rich or Peter Peter Guns, if you will. <laughs> um, so he talks to him about you know his music and rebranding himself. Um, and I'm like, y'all motherfuckers, come on, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he might blow up. He has a platform now, so I don't know. Yeah, I just I I'm very tired of of how uncomfortable i'm made to feel by these niggas rapping with no beat yeah um it's heavy making the bands vibes it's very uncomfortable for me to hear um i would rather maybe why don't you just post a reel with maybe the 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 song that you created as a backing track i don't need to hear you spit raw Uh, (laughs) it just it makes me uneasy especially when it's i mean okay you're wrong you're rhyming okay (laughs) i I I have i wasn't I I, I have this theory about um, rappers specifically, where (laughs) I think people know pretty quickly whether they can sing or not. Like, you know if you're Whitney Houston or if you're tone deaf. But rapping, I think some people just boil it down to staying on beat, which some people don't even do. And rhyming, you know, we don't have to name names, but we can, Um, you know, they they just don't take the the skill and craft that goes into it. So that's why there are millions upon millions of SoundCloud rappers. And it's like, yes, well, um, do you think you're good at this? I genuinely want to know. And if you do, that's a little worrying. So, you know, he's living his dream, though. Who knows? He could be be a Grammy Award winner by next year. Let me shut up. But, you know, just statistically, it's it's, it's not looking good for him. See, the thing is... The thing is, is that I can't even say with my whole chest that she won't even have a career in rapping nowadays because being able to rap is not... That's not a qualification. That's an optional part of being a rapper. Like... Oh, I'm a rapper. Like, do you rap well? I didn't say that. I said I'm a rapper. I right. I know lots of people, rapper or not, regardless of their job, who are mid at it. So I'm not even saying like <laughs> it's bad. Some of y'all struggle through your office jobs. I'm right there with you holding your hand in solidarity. <laughs> but um when you're when you have a spotlight on you, it's a little different when the cameras are rolling. That you that's probably it. 
you really put things into perspective. You know that that yeah. really brought I mean, that really brought it home. I'm like we I know I know we drag them these people who cannot stay on on find a key to open a door to save their <laughs> life while singing. But um half the time the the uh, UPS man delivers packages to the wrong building. So, you know, we all we all fall short of the glory of God. Um and we are redeemed saints regardless. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> so, uh also I deleted her name, Justine, I think. Uh, she was mad because Mocha told him for his image and part of his rebranding that he had to take off his ring. Uh, Kim Zosiak seem... told us, Kim Zosiak told us the ring doesn't mean a thing. Okay. So if she, if she thinks that that ring is going to keep him uh, from fucking the baddest bitches that SoundCloud has to offer, <laughs> I, I think that she needs to go back to the drawing board. She needs to invest uh, in therapy early because she's probably I... going to need it. This... You're, one, you're right. The ring, truly, I, I just saw um, on Twitter a whole like TikTok thread of people who were like, yeah, one day my dad just left the family. Literally, we all think of the, oh, left to get a gallon of milk. They were like, no, that literally happened. He said he was going to get cigarettes. He went to work one day and just <laughs> never came back. Which I'm like, that is so, and people responding all with similar stories. Um, so the ring, having children, having a mortgage together, filing their joint taxes, none of that means anything if someone's about to bounce or cheat or do whatever. <laughs> However, in my mind, I'm like, why do you need to take your, for your image so you can be single and more successful? I, I, don't, I don't need you getting any more distracted, confused, because people don't see a ring and don't know that you're married. And so for some people, they're like, oh, I'm my bad. I thought you were single. I was ready to throw it back, down, <laughs> upward, side to side. Um, but if I knew you had a ring, that might have changed things for me. It doesn't stop people who want to cheat either um, and be the cheaty, but I don't need you getting any more confused. The, the God already said the, the tree was in the garden. I don't need you sniffing around it. I don't need you with binoculars DM, and bushes looking at the are... apple. Let's let's just let's be focused together as a married couple, please. You are ridiculous. So, so. so I would I would hate to, to you know I just want to take a step back and go back to Monique and Derek. Now, uh, upon further investigation of this still shot that I caught um, during my viewing of this amazing quality trash television, we can see that Monique is towering over the headrest, yes. whereas yeah. Derek seems to be at normal height. So what I believe is going on here is that Monique is probably a solid 6'4". Oh my gosh. 5'97". Solid, <laughs> solid 597. Derek might be working with 5859. He might be around average, but yeah, if he ever cheats on that woman, the He's way going, he stressed, probably already did. The, 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 how can you be like, if you're suicidal, just say that. She is going to cave your fucking chest in. Hell, he can't handle that. And for, re for, that. For, re for research purposes, I need them to make OnlyFans. Because I just want to see something. Hold on. Hold on, DM. <laughs> so I just went to this site, right? And it says that Monique is 5'5", five, five, approximately. No, there's no and way. And it says Monique's weight is not publicly available. <laughs> no, there's no way. There is. No Come on now. The math is not math. It could. She's, if she's that big. Like being that big can make you look <laughs> really big, like because you're just sitting on top of the fat. I mean, like, are you noticing that you can actually see the butt, the the, the seatbelt fastened in the frame? 
Yes, uh, that was the first thing I saw. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's the extension so they, part, though. So they have an extension cord for seatbelts. Uh, apparently um, oh slinky is getting money everywhere they know how this is terrible <laughs> <laughs> it's necessary how else would she buckle up they need a spinoff i think that they are deserving of a spinoff from the quality content that i've seen just from the the first like episode they need a just already i can see that they need a spinoff they need to be on life after lockup i want an only oh, fans yeah. i want an only fans from them just no. for, just for I need that for me for research purposes. I need to know is he fucking the back? Is it an armpit? Like are the back titties getting sucked? Like I need to know all <sighs> of that. And I feel like I'm not getting enough because when she laid on that bed and 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 pleaded and begged for something, I was like, wow, how does this happen? And I'm I'm genuinely curious. I'll watch it and I'll report back. Y'all don't have to. Y'all don't have to go through it. Y'all you don't, don't have to all. report back. That's okay. <laughs> I won't subject you. Like that, 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 that's quite all right, actually. <laughs> I oh oh my god! They say that Derek could allegedly he could be five eight. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. He's oh regular. He now come on, ain't that much? Hey. Look, oh my goodness. Listen, but you know what though? They a listener pointed this out as well, and I do agree. They did a good job this episode framing it like he is actually in love. And if he is, I love that for him. What threw me off is that he does not want her to move out there. Hell no, because <laughs> he tried to, he put it on his sisters. Well, we're on them. So um, let's first talk about the two piece she had on. Like she had like a bra on <laughs> and some leggings, like as soon as they came on screen. Oh, and production uh, made sure they got a full body shot. Yeah. Give them all the race. Give them all the race. She should not wear things like that. <laughs> oh um, so, so I like that he borderline cusses her the fuck out every time he gets <laughs> mad. Um, the previous oh. episode, they went to the casino and he cussed her out because he didn't bring his ID so he couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. Um, and I applaud him. He went to the bank so he could open it. He, he saved $9,000 while he was in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, they went to the bank. He got his check in his savings account. What he's going to do with it, I don't know. But um, what I will say is that if he was able to save $9,000 while incarcerated, y'all don't have any excuse. Figure it out. I know it's hard. I know the struggle bus, you know, stops at every corner to pick us up, but we, we can do this. I'm just, I I was like, oh, you, how are you financial goals right now? Like, okay, that, that was a flex to me. I, I had to give it up. Um, When I was like nine comma zero, 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 decimal zero, zero, go off. Yeah. And I'm going to make this picture my screensaver, I think. (laughs) I'm really, I, I want to do it. I I just, I, I was in awe. Like when I saw that, I could do nothing but thank you all for requesting that we cover this because yes. <laughs> because yeah. yes. Yeah. So his sister, they don't fucking like her from the first time they met her. They were, they looked at her and was just like, that's not his type. It's and back they, discrimination. That's what it is. It's back discrimination. Yeah. Because... And she's ugly though. She's not cute either. It's not even like, 
no so the thing is i don't think i don't think now i will say that because I, I i wrote that down i don't think that monique is sloppy like she seems to keep herself up her hair's done her nails done she <sighs> lash on yes she may wheeze when she talks and that can be distracting from all of the other <laughs> things that she has going on but i think in a general sense she keeps herself up she's not messy but like she has a big is, face she's well, not she's big the bitch weighs 600 pounds and of course she, everything's big it's all big she probably weighs a smooth like realistically she probably may weigh like four something um high fours high fours high mm, fours well the thing is the reason i say 600 really if i don't think her height is right i don't think her height is right there's no way her thighs her thighs that thick that she's sitting up to the roof she touching the ceiling <laughs> when she get there. Hey, it's an SUV. That's not even a car. It's not like she's in a coupe. Since no, she a, looks uh, tall. Yeah, she like SUV. towers over him. Yeah, and if he's 5'8", yeah, that's... That's what I'm saying. So she probably 600. She probably 600. She probably no. 597. I'll give her 597. Shut up. <laughs> you have to see. You didn't watch Love After Lockup. <laughs> I know what 600 pounds looks like. <laughs> um... Or, or six there. feet, or six feet. <laughs> oh yeah, it's been God. some big tall bitches on there. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I I think she's probably in the fours because she's not heavy all over. Like, of course, her legs are still big, but she's very top heavy. So, so I just saw a video down bottom. I just saw a video, and please forgive me in advance, but I feel like y'all have to see this because this oh right here. God. <laughs> this is live footage in my opinion this okay is, let me see this is live Please. footage this is live footage of what i visualize happening when oh Derek gets caught on monique um, and it made its way down the timeline and i couldn't help but share i had to share it because i feel like with us being right on them the lord knows what you need and when you need it and he and that's exactly what he did omg do you know <laughs> Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I know that's fucking right. <laughs> oh my God. That's exactly what it's going to be. I'm going to double that woman's size. Maybe triple. She fucked him up. That's what she going to do, though. Ain't nothing he going to be able to do. I'm like to post this on, on a live somewhere. Y'all, are we okay? <laughs> are we okay no we're not we're not saying we're not oh my god my chest is tight so his oh, sister god. is texting her because the sister mm -hmm. called him and he was like look i don't really want to talk to you i'm not being around people that's not for me and that's not gonna uplift me so i'll talk to you later and so then the sister started texting monique calling her a stupid bitch and just saying a bunch of slick shits her um yeah he told her he told his sister he didn't want to talk to people that weren't there for him i think he meant that shit like i feel like his family just probably wasn't there for him mm. and so he like i'm gonna ride with this fat bitch um <laughs> and so what, he though? was telling her if, if if he does i respect him for that i think the only thing that because when i saw him working out with her I was like, oh, he's really trying to like, because mm -hmm. that was one of the comments he made. He was like, she's a little bigger than I thought she was. So like, mm -hmm. which was very nice and kind to him because he ain't even go in. He didn't even go in. 
And I, I'm hoping that they're able to, 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 to just, you know, love each other and maybe he can work out and help her get fit and get shape and start her weight loss journey. That would He's be not so going to do it. I, She's I, not going to do it. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. Well, maybe she can get a sleeve. Okay. Real she might do that. And then be sick, throwing up and shit because she's going to continue to overeat. Um, <laughs> oh my God. And so uh, he was telling her, don't respond to the sisters. And she was just popping off like, no, she keep calling my phone. Um, See, and that's when and that's when I was invested because once she started cussing the sisters out over the phone, I was like, oh, she's like, she's around the way. Mm-hmm. Like she's around the way and that 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 trapped me more because now I like her even more mm-hmm. it's not like you authentic mm-hmm. like I might get a fight out this season and I can't say that I'm not looking forward to it I want to yeah. show down but and we, I think is, we saw clips I think we saw clips but I don't think um, that that would be good for her physical health I feel like if she were that would probably be exerting a lot of energy and I don't <laughs> want she need to burn some fucking calories. What the fuck do you mean? Cardiac arrest is not something I'm a witness that, that girl. And I feel like where she's at, like if she doesn't weigh 600 pounds, like you give her 450. I feel like 450 is way too kind. 450 is way too kind. And I feel like she carries it well because she's like 6'5". Right. right. But I feel like she's like, she's like when she sat in that car, I was like, this is a big bitch. Like she's big. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even catch the fact that they, they still got the seatbelt clamp in the in the frame. Yeah. And I didn't even know they made extension cords for that's news to me. So yes. like you can't even see his shit because for most people, where do you, you can't find see. that? Hold on. I don't even know. Seatbelt extension. <laughs> what car? Let's see. Oh, okay. Like, Hold up. Seatbelt. Where do we get them from? Amazon? Seatbelt extension. Oh, look seat at belt. it. <laughs> oh my god. <gasps> no. Walmart. Walmart has them. 1899. Oh no, hold on. 1899. Yep. Groupon. Groupon can get you out the way. Um oh, oh my god. So, I mean, we they they out here. That is funny as shit. Wow, they got a little bit of time on it. You won't get it until like the 30th. Oh no, they got something that'll come on the 16th. <laughs> <laughs> because that's an emergency. Like I could get some shit tomorrow. I ain't gonna come tomorrow. And it's a sponsor jump. <laughs> okay. All right, Mo, you got it. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't well shit. I guess if you need it, you need it. But at what point do you say, you know what? I'm a chill. Because when I'm going to get a seatbelt extended, that's when I know I've had enough. Yeah, like, and I know her ankles burning, and she's probably doing more walking with Derek than she probably done in the last four or five years. Hey, God, that car that probably boy, stink. That, that car stink. That car gotta stink. I know them seats. Oh, yeah. Seats rotten. I know they rotten to the core. Hell oh, yeah, it's. I love them though. I need them to continue to be on television. What's her Instagram? Because I'm gonna follow her. I'm a fan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So uh what else? So yeah, um then the sister put a picture of her brother up there, put a picture of Derek on her Instagram and was like, Oh, my brother home, all bad bitches, you know, come see what's up with like and so then she really got mad, Monique. Um and so they they're gonna fight. I can't wait for it. Um it's gonna be epic. 
Oh, and then at the end, for whatever reason, either I don't know who was in this car. He went to go see his grandmother because his grandmother is is uh, sadly she doesn't have long to live. Um, yeah, and this older. white car was following them when they left, and like production got in the car with them and was like, "Come on, pull off." And she was like, I'm going to pull over and see who it is. And he, he's like, don't pull over, don't pull over. And then dude and her, then Derek was in the back and he was like, no, go, go. Don't, don't pull over. Don't pull over. Like, keep going. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, we'll see next week. Um, <laughs> so Eris and Cameron, this nigga is wild. Um, uh, he failed a breathalyzer because he's in a halfway house. You know, this is the part of the season when they still in a halfway house and shit. And so um, he failed his breathalyzer. And so Eris went to go pick him up and she's like, I don't know if uh, I'm going to deal with him, if he's not going to like take responsibility and be accountable. He was in jail. You do realize where you met him, right? <laughs> um he's not accountable um he's reckless actually which is why he's in jail um i don't think people who who participate in a lot of these relationships have much critical thinking skills i don't think that that's that's something that that um yeah, yeah they have i don't yeah Mm-mm. wouldn't be surprised yeah and she's a pretty girl um and he's funny looking he has a big face as well um, and then I guess he has a crusty face. So he's a dirty nigga because <laughs> she was wiping his face and shit. Talking about I hate when your face all crusty. <laughs> he was wiping his shirt and shit, and he got down on one knee and proposed to her. She said yes, but she was like, "We got to clean you the fuck up because nigga, you looking fucked up out here." And he must be a dirty nigga. <laughs> I, I just assume shit. everyone on here likes what they like and i may not be able to wrap my brain around it but um more power to you i can't imagine um me ever needing to tell my partner to clean their face but if that's your thing (laughs) shalom i i will i will send a broom for y'all to jump over together um you know live live the life that you are choosing to lead um whatever that means to you very different meaning to me but you know good for you i'm single so i really i'm i have no uh interjection here (laughs) if that's what if that's what love looks like for you no judgment i i love that if you like it i love it (laughs) yeah that's all we can say in these situations i guess um let me see so gabby and chris Gabby and Chris, she was supposed to pick him up and I can like, oh, oh gosh. So this is um, the guy who he got a settlement like for like $150,000 for some reason. And he gave it to Gabby um, and she spent all that shit up. Um, I feel like, I'm sorry, I don't have more context, but um, I feel like she bought a car and so she came to pick him up but she was walking and he was like where's the car and she was like come on we're just gonna walk just come on i feel like the car probably got repossessed but i have no idea um because i don't have any background but that's just the feeling i got um so you think he he bought her the car 
He gave her, he like got that apartment and everything that she's in because he gave her the money to like hold on to and she spent all the money. I do know that because I watched the first episode and she says, and that was weeks ago though. So I don't fully remember like everything, but uh, she spent all the money. The money is gone. I know that. Oh God. And she had a Burberry hat on, bucket hat on. So <laughs> I don't know how real it was though. But um, uh, she found that he was cheating. He's very disrespectful. Uh, what does he look like? He looks, he gives me Puma from Black Ink mixed with, uh, who else can I say? Who's an ugly, he's just like, he's just weird looking. He's uh, very disrespectful, <laughs> uh, very hood nigga-esque. Um, <laughs> so she's basically, it. this is toxicity at its highest point. Um, they cuss each other out. He like, is like, I'm going home. I'm going to my mother's house. I'm going to New York. She's like, so what nigga, fuck you don't come in the house. So then when he was leaving, she opened the window and told him to come back. Like, it's just toxic. Um, oh, oh, she was saying the car was in the shop like bitch she was lying she was lying um then he didn't have his ring on he said he threw it in the trash um uh she thinks he's disrespectful so he in turn says that she's disrespectful um yeah it's just a bunch of toxicity there y'all so Mm -hmm. i just found monique's instagram oh my gosh uh-huh. And I think they're like they're in a real relationship. Oh, yeah, Good like they're them. yeah. That could be also just for the show, though. That's true. That's true. But they seem to be in a uh, in a in a weird relationship. Uh, <laughs> not a, I will say weird. God damn! Now they got a shot of her in the bed. Oh no. Oh no! I know people are being so mean to. Oh no, y'all! Please share the profile. Please share the profile. Please share the. I'm sending it to you. I'm sending it to you right now. This is. Oh no. Internet. Uh. Oh my God. They are dragging her. She got all her comments off. Oh. I just. I'm like goodness gracious. I just wasn't ready. That's all, Monique. I love you, girl. I hope the best for y'all. I just wasn't ready. Mm. Oh, and she's already uh, she popping, so they fuck with her. She got like mm. seventy five thousand followers. That's so they can make fun of her, just like you just found her. <laughs> like what? Come on, man. <laughs> come on. And, and and they they love her so much, but she turned her comments off. Like, come on now. Uh, you know, know what that was about. I know. I know. Oh my god. Like that's why I want you to send it to me. Like, <laughs> the fuck. I just wasn't ready for that, and we TV knew exactly what they were doing. And thank you. Yeah, basically. Thank you for that. So oh uh, Ashley and Travis. Um, oh, this is the couple. This is so crazy that she's like a a jewelry. She has a jewelry business. Like she goes out and like has those metal detectors so she can like search for fucking hidden treasure treasure and 
she has like um like unique pieces and stuff and something's going on with her because i think she like doesn't have any money right now but he doesn't know because he's milking her because he's a fucking bank robber so i feel like he's gonna rob her as blind <laughs> um, well that's that's common sense work and that's all that is but I, everybody don't have that on the show oh okay okay what, what do you think i'm like this just reminded me i'm like oh yeah bank robbing what crime can you imagine a p- prospective partner doing where you're like oh we could never be together because it says too much about you and not like murder or assault or <laughs> like that, but like i was just thinking because i was like you really thought you could rob a bank like like you legit thought that you a bank a bank a wells fargo (laughs) well i mean he got he got thirty five hundred dollars no no no. i need you to get away and also thirty five (laughs) hundred dollars from a bank that's that's what you get from the 7-eleven and when they open up the safe in the back that's nothing you you ran through a wachovia and all you got away with was thirty five hundred dollars and seven days of freedom before they found you he ran he ran through a check cash in place is what he did Mm-hmm. You, you you went through a, a Western Union, and that, that was your. I'm like you. You're not going to help parent my children. Like that's just what I would think <laughs> to myself. I could look past like securities fraud or most white collar <laughs> crimes, honestly. Um, but this, what level Robert? are we talking? Bernie Madoff level? Oh, absolutely no, high level, high level. And you were scamming <laughs> rich people. You don't have to steal from the rich and give to the poor, although you should, but you should definitely steal from the rich and give to yourself at least. Don't steal from poor people. Don't, you know, you can't be a housing developer kicking black people out of homes, gentrifying neighborhoods. But you know, if you steal from um, half the Hamptons, that seems like their problem to me. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, so his welcome home gift was her, her getting him his very own metal detector so that they could go search for these treasures together. And he's very fucking excited. Like they're going to be. I would be too. I would be too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And so she has a secret. I think the secret is that she's broke, but like I said, don't have full context. Um, but I'm pretty sure I'm probably right because these are very, um, like predictable people, I think. Um, so last and least, cause I think they're my least favorite couple is Nathan and Skylar. Um, they're both felons. Uh, she went down to the Piggly Wiggly and got her hair done with her other friend, her other felon friend. Um, uh, when she was at the hair shop, she was calling Nathan. He wasn't answering, and she got um, worried because he always answers for her. And their drug of choice being fentanyl, it could be a possibility that he OD'd and died. And that sounds really smart. Um, and she's like, I mean, I know we might die every time we do this. So, I mean, he could be dead. It <laughs> happened to me before. So, I don't know. I don't want it to happen again. But this nigga can be dead. Like, they're so <laughs> stupid. I, I don't like them. They're boring. I, I think if you are... I'm so drug phobic that I can't do anything. Um, I'm like, I have yet to even, you know, roll a blunt. It just stresses me out. I'm like, what if I have a heart attack as if that's ever happened? Um, and so that's my response to the lowest possible, um, you know, side effect. 
fentanyl there is i i the high must be incredible i just can't i know drug addiction is an addiction and it's mental and physical and can be biological all those things but i just cannot fathom i maybe that's how like male uh black widows feel are they called black widowers they should be side note um maybe that's how male black widows feel or any species where the females mate and then like eat the males and the men are just like listen i'm gonna dive in there anyway like i there's nothing that i love that much on god's green earth that i'd be willing to be put out to pasture for but um at least at least they're aware i at least give them props for like you're not pretending that everything is good in the hood you're like no, no, if I, I don't even know how you do fentanyl, if I inject it, whatever it is, this could be the, this could be the time that God calls me home to glory. Like I, so you're making informed choices, which uh-huh, can all uh-huh. of us say the same thing. I know many people, they're not doing fentanyl, but they're not making informed choices about their 401ks or other things. Like I, I, I give them their flowers um, where they're due. Yeah. Not a smart couple. Um, I don't like them. I just to think um, about this is and, 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 and Saint mentioned this a bit, but like there's certain drugs that like it's like once it's got you, once the de- once the demons got you, I understand. Uh-huh. I, I, I understand that they got you. Where you live, I think it, it's most how of they them. get you. Uh, but how do they get you though? Because it's like oh, we no. know we know what meth does to the teeth. You've seen it. We know what fentanyl does. They're, they're keeping tallies of the overdoses right around the corner. So I don't understand how you get the I, first hit. I would love to hear from a psychologist or like a biologist or something to see if there's a type of person who (laughs) is even like predisposed to being open to experiences like that. Like I will never, and I can say this without doubt, I'm not sure about a lot of things, but I know for a fact (laughs) that I will never do math. I just know I will never do heroin. That will never happen. It could, someone, someone would have to be aiming a gun at a loved one's head and I'm like fine shoot me up but like of my own free will on a weekend I'm not doing that I'm not doing coke like I'm just not I'm paranoid already I don't need anything I need my paranoia we're fine but if you are open to it you have that first high and then you're chasing the dragon looking and I, I don't think you can ever have that exact same intense level of high as the first time but if you're you're willing to try math until you get close. <laughs> Unrelatable experience, but um, I think you know. genetics can play a role in that. I, um, I don't know if genetics play a role in a conscious decision to try a drug, though. No, but you know how drug addiction runs in families. Like it, it's it, okay. So it goes with DNA and then what you're exposed to, your environment. Right. So if you see your mom doing crack. And that's all you ever saw. You're like, oh, what's this about? Let me try some crack. Like that makes so. sense. That makes sense. But people try to like use that as like it's like okay, like once you do something, like I know a dude who has addiction in his family and got given he had like his kidneys or something removed, something crazy, some sort of transplant or some shit, and they gave him really strong medicine. It's an addiction runs in my family. I flushed it down the toilet, right? Mm-hmm. So that's like okay. So what mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out, what it sounds like is people be trying meth, which is like, I don't know how we even got there. Then once they get, <laughs> then once they get knee deep in the meth, they're like addictions a disease. And it's like, oh, hold on. But I don't I think anyone's going to. Kind of like, <laughs> I, I agree only in that 
how do we get here? But you look at someone like <laughs> Drew, you look at someone like someone like Drew Barrymore, who like was smoking and drinking at like thirteen. Like she lived right. a hard life early right. on, despite being a member of the Barrymore family and Hollywood royalty <laughs> dynasty, right. all that stuff. And now she's you know clean and sober, living mm. her best life. But there is a a time span where it's like, oh well, there are uh, unfortunately tons of actors and musicians where it's like, yeah, I was five when my dad right. gave me my first cigarette and then I'm right. drinking by seven. I was right. doing coke by 11. Like, right. It just is right. such a slippery right. slope. Right. Those, situa- right. Those situations and, are completely different. And like, if you're, if you're force feeding your child meth at like eight, then you have no choice in the matter. You know what or, I mean? Or even if you're, you're, you start drinking, I didn't drink until I was 21. Again, paranoid. I thought the cops were going to kick down the university <laughs> doors and arrest me, even though my friends were doing it. I'm like, y'all will not catch me slipping ever. Um, but I, I know plenty of people who like drank in high school. And if you drink and you don't know that you have an addictive personality, I think it's something like a third of the population doesn't have any sort of addictive issues. Another third is aware of their addictive issues, but it's not like overwhelming. It's like, oh, I can try a cigarette and not think about it for five years and then you know, smoke socially and never pick up a nicotine habit. And then you have that last third where people are like, yeah, I looked at, you know, fentanyl and I was uh, like an addict. Like it just immediately happens pretty much. So if you're in that final third and it's like, oh, well, I tried drinking in college and accidentally became an addict. Whoops. And then, you know, I was at a party and someone offered me you know, LSD, a party drug, the gateway <laughs> drugs. We never talk about this. I know it's not true or something, but in my mind, I'm sticking with the D.A.R.E. program. <laughs> I'm like, they were like, you, you do a little Molly, do a little E, and then you're like, I mean, well, that felt incredible. What if we... We're just it's just, it's, oh, I didn't we buy it. it up. I or didn't buy it. it. Someone, I was in the bathroom and someone offered me a free line of Coke, which I don't know, that's like a hundred dollars or something. I have no idea, but like Mm-mm. it was a hundred dollar value for free. And so yeah, <laughs> I did a little bump of Coke and now <laughs> I do Coke every single night. Like and my septum is melting. Like it's just such a slippery slope and life comes at you fast. Um, which is why I refuse. I don't have an addictive personality, thank God. But I'm like, keep keep it all away, please, please give me my my Mike's Hard Lemonade, and that's as intense as we need to get around here. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's. I mean, we're looking at a lot of. I mean, we could have a whole episode like with a psychologist talking about love after lockup, right. um, unpacking all the trauma <laughs> and the toxic yeah. things that have taken so, place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so that's it for Love After Lockup. More to come next week. Um, can't wait. Um, let's <laughs> mosey on over to Potomac. Let's skip up the street and um, meet Ashley at the airport to go to Mexico for her birthday. Um, Giselle's rotten ass had to have a biopsy oh because she's got major fibroids. Oh um, my god! And it. she needs a hysterectomy. Um, I yeah. want to feel bad for Giselle, but she's like, Don't. I just I can't bring myself to do it. Like Giselle is just like nasty like yeah. nasty like I genuinely don't think that you're a good person like outside of the show. Mm-mm. 
And I, that doesn't happen very often with these shows. Cause I also keep in mind, like some of the, the takes that she takes is like, like you question the paternity of somebody's child is as probably low as I think anyone can go. Like you are, you are scum. You are probably yeah. scum. Yeah. yeah. And you know what though? I think, I think what Wendy said was completely accurate. I've never heard something more true. The life you live is, is <laughs> the life you live is the Lord giving back for all the all the harm and mean you've put into the world. Mm-hmm. Reaping what you sow. When Wendy said that, I just and she didn't blink, she didn't give her. <laughs> she said that from her heart, and oh, she meant yeah. it. She meant it. It was fair, you know. Yeah, and I fact. felt like I felt like the the heavens opened up, and and the Lord was like, "Yep, yeah, that part." Yeah, <laughs> like, basically, like, it's just it's disgusting. So good luck, sis. That's all we can do for you. Um, uh, so then Giselle's telling Robin that she wants her, Karen, and Sharice to all be friends again. Bitch, you want to be messy. She was prepping for it the whole show um, to ask Sharice, like, why her and Karen aren't cool anymore. She says she's going to demand it. And of course, they put it at the end of the episode. So we'll see it next week. But um, well, actually tomorrow. But uh, yeah. Uh, so then Robin talks about talks to the kids about the wedding being intimate. And the son was like, I mean, what about grandma? And she was just like, <laughs> it's only going to be us. So they bring in the guy. They're going to have tailored suits. This is probably how they lost it all before. Um, but it seems like they got it together because she's selling them fucking hats, I guess. But um, <laughs> I was like, oh, they moving like rich people now. Um, is that what that is? I didn't look at that any tight away. I mean, they're getting married. They're paying for a suit. That wasn't I all guess. Okay. I, I just didn't think they should have done it. Um, all I can oh think about God. is them losing it all. Like they need to keep that shit together. They trying to keep it all. They need to make sure they put the, that money in the stock market. But you know? yeah, I don't, I, I hear, well, people have said that the reason they lost it all was because of Robin. And it looks like they might've gotten it all back because of Robin. But Juan Dixon right. is also under investigation for something some sort of like uh sexual assault allegations that oh, have, uh, are coming out of Coppin state so i don't know how much that seventy five thousand was doing towards their household income but it, mm. might not be, it may not be there much longer he might be uh doing cooking tutorials uh, cooking tutorials with chris on instagram live very soon oh shit i yeah. didn't know that yeah um, they've been, i've probably received this story like five or six times from different people <laughs> saying like just send me on this so y'all know he uh he and his so basically what had happened was is because this is going crazy on the TikTok. What had happened was there was a coach who was messaging one of the boys on the uh, basketball team as a woman, and basically receiving like nude, provocative pictures from the young man on the team. Oh, and, then, and then the young man found out that it wasn't uh, wasn't a woman; it was a coach. And in the law, hold on, hold hold on. I just this is so important to know because I read this and I was appalled, shocked, clutched my pearls, turned them into dust in my hands. So, was getting pretending to be a catfishing him, pretending to be a woman. The player was sending photos, and then I think the coach came and was like, "Hey, this woman is um, who I've also been sending photos to himself." she said that we need to like perform acts together or else she's going to leak our shared photos. And so mm. the player is like, oh my gosh, I'm a victim. Coach, you're a victim. 
And so I think they may have done something together or, or mm. something progressed for, which is I want to see y'all fool around or else I'm going to start leaking stuff. Um, and so the player was tricked, I think, into mm. doing things with the coach and then somehow mm. it came to light. But it was like, no, no, you, it was much more devious than just, oh, yeah, send me some pics. I'm catfishing you. It was like, no, no, I want to be intimate with you and I'm going to be controlled by the devil into getting exactly what I want. So um, I hope that lawsuit is hefty. <laughs> I hope that he is able to get three PhDs with uh, the settlement that comes forth from that. Mm. And, and Juan Dixon's uh, alleged involvement in that was apparently he told him and he didn't do anything about it. Is, mm. that, what you, is that what you read as, uh, as well, Sink? Yes, Juan was like, that sounds like a personal problem. Um, you know, good luck and Godspeed and catch your <laughs> Sometimes minding your business and drinking your water can cost you some money in the end. So we'll see how that works out. What an idiot. He's stupid. Now, I don't know how true any of this stuff is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know all the deets, but that's, what, that's what's been going around, all the TikToks and the blogs and everything along those lines. Wow. <laughs> so... Um... There's beef between Jacqueline and Mia. Um, so Jacqueline was mad. See, I wrote this note before we got the full tea at the end of the episode. So I'm going to just say what the full tea was. <laughs> so apparently um, Jacqueline would send her kids. Jacqueline's sister is Mia's nanny. So then if they like go out of town at the same time, the sister watches both of their kids or if Jacqueline needs the sister to watch the kids Mia will just be like oh just bring them over my house and so Mia feels like she carries Jacqueline a lot and Jacqueline is like taking advantage and so they got into uh, a full screaming match on the plane on the way to Mexico and then it came back up um, once they got to Mexico and Jacqueline was like crying and shit and Mia was like uh they were arguing hold on they so they argued about that uh Mia said that at Karen's live show the sister called her about Jacqueline's kids and she was like you know their mother is right here like why are you calling me and so Jacqueline apparently got mad at Mia for saying that and Mia's like, what the fuck? I mean, they're your kids. How much do you want me to do for you? And so when they were fighting in Mexico, they got into a big blow up. Um, and Mia was like, Dad, what did she say to her? Jacqueline was like crying and like everybody was catering to her because they were like, oh, she's crying. And Mia was like, whatever. I mean, she's getting mad at me. They're not my kids, whatever. And so Jacqueline said something to her and Mia was like, oh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Well, keep your legs closed to married men then. There, I put it out there. And I'm like, damn, bitch, like you're going hard. Um, like in front of company. So what are your um, thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think it was being, go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, so let me finish this though. Jacqueline said she's done with her because she sold herself to the devil and Mia like refused to console her. Candace was like, she is crying. Go hug your sister. And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's deeper than what we know. We got some background. 
Um, I don't know. Did y'all did did y'all catch when? And maybe I don't know if this is before or after, but at some point during all this kerfuffle and me and Jacqueline back and forth, I think Mia says to Jacqueline something about you threw a brick at my head in high school. And I was like, we could have an entire episode about that alone. Because what are you talking about? Why was she throwing a brick at you? What oh. instigated this? Like what? I, that And it just was in the whole mix of all that stuff. And it is I, very no, it telling. Was, Go ahead. Yeah, it was. Um, Mia was basically trying to downplay it. And she was like, we get into fights all the time. Like, we're okay. This is nothing. And Jacqueline was like, no, this is a lot. Like, this is the worst. And Mia, that's when Mia said, you threw a brick at my head in high school. That was the worst time. And so that's how that's how they got there. Okay. I'm like, one other thing. If you are someone who did get your husband the way you did, um, <laughs> and you are, are proud of yourself and you've lived your life and you have no regrets, blah, 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 that's great. As your friend, you either need to be on board with it because you're also about that lifestyle or if you disapprove, let it go. I, I don't want any of my friends to ever be able to say like, oh, and this is something I've been thinking about ever since you got married. Actually, before you got married and when you were in the streets, I'm like, oh, you've, you've clearly felt this way the whole time. And now mm-hmm. that we're in, in the middle of all this, suddenly your real feelings are coming mm-hmm. forth. Um, but for Mia to be so heartbroken and all that stuff, I'm like, I mean, no, that, that did happen. I mean, that's just like a <laughs> historical fact. I don't, I don't think we have the right to be angry or upset here, but um yeah it was was a lot and it was weird that they call the sister um oh the nanny blah blah I'm like your sister why are you calling that's weird to me like auntie or something I would have phrased it differently but um or even you know give it a little flair but that that was the first red flag in all of this yeah they're weird I don't I don't get it I feel like it's deeper than what we know I don't know how to feel about it because uh, I can I feel Mia's wrong you I don't know Mia the was, full uh, background, though. Mia I might be shut up. I think Mia's I don't, a shit person, though, too. Well, so. <laughs> I don't know that I think Mia's a shit person, but I think she was wrong for what she said because I don't think that her, her, her Jacqueline, I don't think Jacqueline said anything that was, like, exposing some sort of secret or something that was only between them two. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't think she put, I, she, didn't put Mia, she didn't put Mia on blast by any means like Mia did her yeah. right 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 um, which was like a new low like y'all are arguing y'all cursing each other out y'all are mad y'all are arguing over the kids being over her house or what have you but I guess at the same time Jacqueline kind of took a low a low blow when she said it takes a village to raise a child you wouldn't know anything about that so is she yeah. wrong? maybe not maybe Mia's and not and you know Mia you. gets real defensive and then she'll cut your ass so um <laughs> but yeah I, I just feel like there's much more to that story and I just think that um because Mia could be fed up like we don't know what she all goes through with this woman like that we don't, we don't know, know about yeah and so then I see where Mia is wrong because she did I mean she went low with her she didn't want to console her at all like she didn't want to you know so I can see where where both could be wrong. I don't I don't know how to feel about it. I just think it's unfortunate. Yeah. That was sweet of Candace though to put her and Mia's uh big differences aside 
<laughs> to, mm-hmm. to, you know what I mean? To want them to to find some sort of resolution to their little back. Yeah, I don't. She that that was giving get with energy. I didn't get that because she was like, "Oh, you like that?" Yeah, I didn't understand it. I was confused. I don't. I didn't. I didn't get get with energy. I think I got like because the thing is, her and me don't even have good relations to begin with. So I'm really surprised, right? That and that's why I didn't understand why <laughs> I didn't, well, didn't understand. Maybe that was like her, like taking being the bigger person and trying to protect the relationship. That because, like, at the moment they started going back and forth, I like, know no, what it was. No, no. Yeah, she got flashbacks. That's what it was. She got flashbacks. <laughs> she didn't want to see any fight. Once she stood up, once Jacqueline stood up, yes, okay, okay, full circle. She had flashbacks. That's what it was. So you you you, okay. you said you said that she didn't want her to get uh she didn't want her to to do she didn't want Jacqueline to do to Mia what Monique did to her exactly or vice versa because Mia gives big fist vibes um <laughs> well we already she know she big, <laughs> big feet big hands like I, I don't know Jacqueline is like a little timid oh, um. God. <laughs> and so they went to the Sincera Resort, wrote it down because I want to go. Um, Giselle's giant ass <laughs> picked Ashley up. She's so goofy. She's such a goof. Like, did you see how she was dancing when they had the little maracas, like when they showed up and she, her little stiff ass dance she did? Um, Everything Giselle does annoys you yeah it's i mean it's just a thing <laughs> like it doesn't annoy you it 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 not not so deeply i think uh, that she, ta- she has not... to normally talk <laughs> i need her to i feel like everything. this woman is your mortal enemy um <laughs> <laughs> she's so tacky like everything about her pisses me off her <laughs> ponytail her oh. neck her... <laughs> <sighs> The ponytail doesn't rage me. I will her say that. Chin, like everything about her pisses me off. Her edges. Uh, or like her thereof. clothes. Yeah, like fuck. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So then they had a shaman to come cleanse them. Um uh the Karen said. Uh, when Sharice got there, she was like, I don't know how this big leprechaun keeps showing up all the time. <laughs> that was so funny. And I just imagine she was like, was she looking for a pot of gold? That was really funny to me. Um, uh, then as a gift, um, Ashley gave everyone a bullet. Um, um, she gave Robin a, a wedding veil that um, blew away um, and she took it as a hint you know just <laughs> you know that she's never going to get married uh, her I, know, I think that they'll get married I just I'm not confident that it'll last but I don't care at this point I mean the boys are almost grown um, Robin has her own coin set aside so you know let the chips fall where they may <laughs> like shit but hold on she's saying that the, the, the prenup will have an infidelity cause mm-hmm or Claus, I'm sorry. But that doesn't mean that he can't just leave her because he doesn't love her, which, I mean... We already know. We yeah. already can see that. It's it's so unfortunate, but I mean, we gotta call a thing a thing. Yeah, basically. 
So um, then they go to dinner and Sharice is there. Karen is there. Um, They get into a discussion about something I don't remember. (laughs) And Sharice just said to Karen, I don't know what they were talking about. Like, I was confused. I can't wait till next episode because I don't I didn't grasp the whole argument um but Sharice told Karen like I I want you to just be woman enough to just say you don't want to be my friend you don't want to be my friend that sounds so thirsty that sounds so thirsty (laughs) oh yeah definitely so Karen was just like uh don't question my womanhood um and then Sharice was like, well, you weren't even there for me when my father died. And Karen said, I texted you and gave you my condolences. So, yes, I did. <laughs> and then I didn't hear Sharice say or do like anything regarding Karen. Oh, oh, because Karen said, well, I was burying my mother at the same time. And she said, then she just started saying, you will not say anything about my mother keep my mother's name out of your fucking mouth and she was like shut your fucking mouth and it was like I was like what the fuck just happened like I didn't hear Sharif say anything about I think she said that she attended one of her parents funerals okay and I think that was and I think that was crossing into a territory of of her parents being a part of the discussion okay and I think that Karen was trying to shut that down before anything disrespectful was said so that was that was how I took that but I think which I'm not mad at but then I'm like People be telling too much of their business. I don't be understanding it. Karen, we didn't even know your parents was passed. What was we supposed to do with that information? Well, it was something she was going through. So I know, I mean, but like I think that the moment that you put your business out there, it's almost like you give people permission to discuss it. And I just well, she's, and if that is that sensitive to you that you won't allow people to even mention attending your parents' funeral, then we shouldn't have known about it as viewers. Well, I don't think it was people. I think it was Sharice. Right, but I, but she said that like she said it on the show, so that's and then and then Sharice knew, and I think like even if Sharice didn't know from the show, I don't think she should have known in your personal life if you didn't feel comfortable with her. They've been at odds for a while, so like yeah. how does Sharice know this? Like why are you? People I mean, she, business, it's obituaries just, out here. Like it's she bitch, would know. The like. So, I just I don't understand how people are so open with their business and then get upset when people are in their business. It's like you didn't have to tell everybody that, Karen. Sharice would have went to no funeral if she didn't know there was a funeral happening. And the only reason she knew the funeral was happening because she was opening your mouth. I mean, people put it's an announcement when people die. Like she would have known. If she you want it, if if you want it to be, it doesn't have to be. I mean, that's just a thing. Like it just is a thing. Like I, I know every single uh she probably definitely could have kept it quiet if she wanted to, but then that would have been weird to like her friends and family that have would have wanted to come to the funeral, like you passing this secret message around to say, right. you know. But the people that you really fuck with, you should trust to keep that between the people that you really fuck with and for it not to be broadcasted. I think that when Karen shared that on like on the reunion, I remember feeling like, oh, are you sure you're going to say this on like a national stage? Like this probably isn't the best place to be vulnerable with something that close to you, but everyone handles that type of stuff differently. Then she jumps at the jumps up at the fucking gun when Sharice says she attended the funerals. Okay, so if that was that close, 
we should have known about it. That should have been something that like you kept between your close girlfriends. And I don't know how close any of these girls on the show are really with her. But yeah, it's like she I feel like Karen overreacted for that. And I can't tell her how to feel about losing her parents. But if you feel that strongly about it, then Sharice should have known about it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like if something mm-hmm. like that happened to me, I'm not telling the world. I'm telling the people who I know I ain't going to run their mouth. Do you see what I'm saying? Because if, yeah. that's that, if that's that sensitive, don't give people information to work with. Like, yeah, are, like I just, I just yeah. didn't get that. The things I don't want people to know, they don't. Right. So, right. I don't the thing right. is, you tell no one. Right. Like, and then you don't have to worry about it. This is also a fact. <laughs> but yeah, I think Karen overreacted. Long story short, she did too much to, to me. To me, I get what she was doing, but it was like, well, since you put that out there, I don't think she said anything disrespectful. But you shouldn't have. You shouldn't have allowed it to be a topic of conversation if you didn't want it to be a topic of conversation. That's just my take. If if the nerve is still so raw that you are likely to fly off the handle if it comes up, then yes, (laughs) you should not be sharing things. But I also can't tell if this was a parent thing or if this was Sharice. Like if... You know, yeah, Giselle had said this to to Karen. Would it have been like, oh well, I know you were there, blah blah. Or you know, the reaction just seemed much bigger than whatever. Mm-hmm. It would look, not to use your mom as a scapegoat, but it was like you were ready to blow up at this point. Either way, it seems like okay. she have <laughs> said, oh, I, I really love your shoes, Karen. Okay, okay. Keep my shoes name. <laughs> I, don't you bring up my shoes ever. Like she just seemed in a headspace yeah, where right. she was about okay, to pop okay. off regardless. Okay. So, okay, so um, it, it was convenient. Yeah. Okay. No, no. The the sub I, I was looking for subtext. I was like, y'all are telepathically saying other things to each other. And yeah, that's, that's the what it was. I want to be in on. Like the, the, what you're saying <laughs> verbally means nothing to me. Psychically, what's going on? Let's let's yeah. tap into that. I feel like yeah, okay. there was a whole nother conversation that we didn't okay. hear that happened. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Maybe that's what was going on. Sharice had her fucked up regardless. It didn't matter what she said. Yeah, and so <laughs> that was Potomac. It was pretty dry. So. Yeah, this was a pretty dry. Honestly, that blow up with Karen was probably the the highlight of the show. All right. Well, let's move on to the shave room screenshots. This is where we talk about shit that has uh, taken place in the shade room. Goodness gracious, let me go ahead and... Sorry, I had to relocate. Son woke up, so I get to use his room as my personal recording studio. (laughs) (laughs) So let me go ahead and navigate to the shade room screenshots. I don't feel like much has happened. I mean, uh, I don't know if y'all care about this, but I mean, if Megan Thee Stallion did, Tory, Tory Lane's father has gone public and he has said he has said their family has forgiven Megan Thee Stallion for what she did. They forgiven what? her. Thanks. Didn't didn't ask. Don't care. Um, <laughs> all of y'all can go to jail with him. Basically, they've, they've forgiven her for what she's done. Um, you know, I'm sure people have been waiting. <laughs> what is it that she did quickly? Because she didn't press charges against him. It wasn't Megan Pete versus. Um, Morningstar or whatever his Lucifer name is. Um, she she was not the one. State of California, that's who you need to exercise forgiveness against if you're going down that path. Good sir, with that micro microbladed hairline. Get out of my face. Mm-hmm. Please don't piss me off. That microbladed Somebody, Lil Duval said, Hi, Tory Lane's dad. Expect us to take him seriously wearing a side part with a bald head. 
<laughs> it's infuriating, oh. and it's like it's like a gradient. Like I've seen, I've seen plenty of good micro bladed hairlines or whole, you know, scalps. But this, the way it's done, I'm like, why is it thick at the front and then it fades towards? It just doesn't make any sense, and that's what makes me angry as well. I just, I do feel bad that Tory Lanez was possibly raised by a man like this because I feel like anyone he wasn't. He was. He wasn't. He Troy Lance right. was famously like abandoned by his entire family at the age of like fourteen or something. Like, okay, no, that okay. man did not. <laughs> sir, this makes sense. This makes sense. You know what? Please though? be serious. Something about a fifty-year-old, a fifty-plus-year-old man with a nose ring definitely gives uh, an absent father. I'm not surprised by that. I'm not oh, surprised it, by it's that. It's ringing. It's ringing <laughs> the rat alarm if I've ever heard it. Like it's just going off like a siren in the background. So Odell Beckham is is on 10 um, with basically uh, telling everybody keep keep his name out your fucking mouth because there has been body camera footage released from the police officers that basically approached him on the plane. Um, they woke him up. He wasn't hostile. He was just basically asleep. Um, this is the, the you know, the flight attendant actually put on your seatbelt. He was like, oh, I didn't know. Like, basically, like he basically was in a deep sleep and didn't, you know what I mean? He partied the night before. The lady was calling him. She didn't hear him um, or probably didn't know that he was talking to her. Uh, the police basically checked him out, made sure he was fine. They went back and spoke to the flight attendant. It was like, basically, he's OK. Um, he's not giving us any problem. There doesn't seem to be an issue. He just didn't hear you. Um, they're like, well, we want him off the plane. They're like, well, if you want us off the plane, that's your decision. We have no part in that. We don't see any issue. We don't see any problem. And they insisted on getting him off the plane, which would cause everyone else to get off the plane. Um. So uh, in the video, Odell what Beckham, airline was this? I don't know. I think racism doesn't have an airline. I know it was commercial. <laughs> I, mean, I know it was commercial. Like it wasn't like he wasn't like no private jet or nothing. And um, yeah, yeah, he was he had to get up off the plane. Um, I'm going to go ahead and apologize because I thought Odell Beckham was full of shit. I'm going to be honest. I thought he was full of shit. I thought he was in there like turning up or doing something. I thought he was at fault. But nope, this was just white people whiting. Um, they they let me down here. Yeah, I um, haven't heard any crazy shit about Odell, and he's been around for a good while now. You're right, you're right, and that that should have been the tall tale sign. But I remember when I saw that story, I remember feeling like, what the fuck? Because I'm just not thinking that they're really going to make it an entire fucking plane, an entire plane full of people get off because he did nothing. You know what I mean? I'm like, that doesn't even like make sense to me. But that's what happened. Because it didn't make sense to the police officers either, apparently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's, that's what happened. Um, he literally said to the girl, like, you're doing too much. Um, I'm going to be on a private jet. Uh, so I don't really know what you think you're accomplishing. After I get off of here, I'm going to where I want to go on a private plane. So, like, you didn't, you know. Um, yeah, I just, I wish that he would have been a little bit more disrespectful. I, I Now that I see the full footage, I wish that he would have been just a little bit more disrespectful, you know? I mean, as a rich black man getting put off the plane by a middle class white woman, I would have, I would have showed my ass. I would have, I would have went in. I, I, I would have acted buck wild, leaving <laughs> section row Z seat forty two in economy. So leaving first class, I'm breaking off one of the wings of the plane. I'm not. I'm leaving here with a, an entire wing in my luggage, like. That was that was very unfortunate. And I know people in first class act much crazier and get to their destinations without a, a flight attendant so much as making a peep. So right. for mm-hmm. all of this to happen, I'm like, 
yeah y'all this it was american airlines i looked it up um (laughs) i wish you all no peace um, until until restoration is is provided peace will not be an option I think that what Odell Beckham should do is sue American Airlines, take the money and donate it to some sort of poor black un- underprivileged school. That's sure. what I think. Or start start some sort of tuition or, or I'm not tuition fund. Uh, uh, oh college goodness. fund or college fund. something. There we go. There we go. There we go. Some sort of scholarship, something like that. Set, set something like that up. That's how, that's how I would do that. Every time there is a situation where there seems to be uh, a race seems to be a problem. And you're rich and you're black, sue the fuck out of them, take everything they have, and then give it to mm-hmm. poor black kids to make their life better. That's how I mean that's that's just how my petty's set up. That's that's how I think they should go about it. Um in other news, uh the game has took to to his Instagram stories to let the world know that he is putting a ring on it this year. All you gotta do is show up for him like he shows up for you and pick a date. Um if anybody, if anybody was curious, um, the game is 43 years old. He's 43. Um, he's 43 and he's finally 43 with three children. He's finally ready to settle down. Um, he's finally ready. He's done. He's done in these streets. He's ready to find a queen. Um, so, you know, if you want to, if you want a husband, that's 43 and finally ready to settle down, you know, he's on the market. (laughs) He's on the market. I'm just wow. so tired. I'm so tired of these old niggas acting like like we have got to do a better job in society of of setting standards for what it means to be a husband. I feel like we be telling women that they have to do all this shit and jump through all these hoops to be a wife, right? And to be able to maintain a household. And I honestly don't feel like all of that is crazy. Some of the shit makes sense, right? But we just be making it seem like men are automatically equipped to be husbands because they have dicks, and it's like not the case at all so here's it's the a thing. bunch of uh, <laughs> it's, it's just it's the internet like no, i don't have a lot to say about this if if men are conditioned by their fathers by their mothers families all that stuff when you think of being a partner you're thinking of the emotional aspects the you know practical aspects who's helping pay bills who's helping around the house who's child rearing all of those things men unfortunately are not conditioned to do those things. You see these people on Facebook, Twitter, wherever, who are like, oh my gosh, I would never get my son one of those little, uh, you know, cooking sets, little plastic ones that he's not going to be gay, blah, blah. So he's not being taught to cook, even though when you look at um, the food service industry, the highest paid uh, professionals there, professional chefs, all men, despite the fact that, you know, somehow that worked out in our favor. You're not being taught to cook. You're not being taught to, to clean anything. Your grandmother is always asking your sisters to help set the table for Thanksgiving. She's never asking you. So you have no around the home skills. You're not playing with Barbies or baby dolls and, you know, nurturing that nurturing aspect of yourself. So you're not helping to raise children because you don't know how, and you're not showing affection to your children, especially not your sons, because you don't want to be gay by kissing your son on the forehead because y'all don't do that. Um, so what are you bringing to the table quickly? Nothing. I want to know, you are clocking into work, you're bringing a check, that's great, the bills are paid, maybe, and even sometimes y'all try, try to go half and half with those. You're paying the bills. What other stability are you offering? I want to know. Sound off in the comments, please. This is a genuine question. <laughs> I want to know what y'all Negroes are bringing to the table. 
besides a plate, don't say a plate. Women are out here going into the forest, cutting down trees, <laughs> sawing, building the tables by hand, artisan, <laughs> crafted, shellacked. Better <laughs> working to to create the silverware, spinning the loom to create the napkins, the napkin rings. They're doing elaborate floral arrangements for the centerpieces and making the food. So really, what are you bringing to the table? Mm. Please post your let answers. That be, let, let that be your, your pondering for the year. Sit with that in 2023. Please know what you're bringing to the table. I and begging you to stop putting these women through all this. Please, please. Oh well, I think the issue, the root of the issue is that they don't even be seeing, like they, I think men don't think that they need male role models. So they just kind of like make oh, up, no. they make up what it means to be like a father or like a husband because they don't see it. So they make, or they, they watch 106 in Park and take as many notes as they possibly can subconsciously, and they just run with that. That's that's the best I got because I don't know how these niggas be coming up with this shit. Like you, forty three, three kids, and none of and none of and ain't never been married, including to the woman who you just had these three babies with. And you over here talking about I'm finally ready. I'm all you got to do is love me like I love you. I'm gonna put a ring on it. And, and the problem is somebody gonna get that ring. Somebody gonna ask. Somebody is going to. Be, there's oh. gonna be a pick me out there who is thirsty. For Listen. That ring. Listen, I don't I don't care what park you go to, if you throw bread on the ground, birds will come. <laughs> and this is no different. They will swoop down from the heavens and, and just to get a crumb. So this, I think men are also given the luxury of having extended timelines. Like, yes, you're pushing 50 now and you're finally ready to settle down. Meanwhile, women are like, um, I need to have my career established. I need to pop out these children and get a ring if all those things are of interest to me. I'm on a much earlier timeline. There's no 43-year-old woman out there who biologically has the, the wherewithal the to just, some of them, sure, but you're not, you're not finally trying to start your life yeah. Entering the fifth <laughs> decade on this earth, please, please, please stop, please. Speaking of, I'm on uh, bended knee. I was having a conversation with one of our loyal supporters, and she was she was letting me know that apparently you can like freeze your eggs for like ten grand. So like for the women out there who aren't, oh willing yeah, to settle, they aren't willing to settle for just any old Joe schmo. Um, so, you know, come shoot their club up. You know, you can freeze those eggs for 10 grand. You're in your early, like, what is it, like late 20s, early 30s, 10 grand. That's 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 a, a night, that's a, a used vehicle. You know what I mean? That's not unrealistic. Ten, that's a well, nowadays, I don't know what used vehicle you're gonna get for 10 grand. That's a hoop to use vehicle nowadays. So 10 grand is that's that seems doable to me. So yeah, go ahead, freeze them damn eggs up until Mr. Wright come along. Freeze them goddamn eggs. Freeze them damn eggs. Cause it, it, once you start getting past. It was like 30. No, I know women who'd be having babies at 38, even though you high risk at the 34. But yeah, freeze them goddamn eggs. Freeze them eggs at their peak, their peak greatness, right? When they nice and right, $10,000 is all you need. Um, what else we got? <laughs> what else we got? So uh, Lori Harvey has, has made it Instagram official with Desmond Idris. Um, Desmond Idris. Dem is Demson? 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 I put Desmond. I'm su I'm such a nigga. He's British. It's definitely That's, not. De it, it, I it's, think it's, it's D A M S O N. You are completely right. I've been calling this nigga Desmond all this time. I'm I mean, it's, a name, but... <laughs> it's an African American name. He's definitely not. At, he's definitely not from America. Um, <laughs> she is seen uh, booed up with a British gentleman, um, getting kisses on the cheek. I uh, 
So I, I people are are dragging uh, Lori Harvey for how she is dating um, Hollywood's top picks. Um, Meek Mill tweeted shortly after they made it Instagram official. Um, Y'all let that gal fuck anybody. He said this was lyrics to a song. I just think the timing was interesting because people have been clowning Meek Mill um, for having Lori Harvey on his wish list and Lori Harvey not having him on her wish list. Um, (laughs) Even if it's not about Lori Harvey and it is a lyric, what do you mean y'all let that girl? (laughs) Right, right, right. Into the mic. I want to, what do you mean y'all let her? her? What I, uh, that, immediately was a, a, a giant red flag waving directly in front of my face. And also it is always the men who are not able to get the girl that suddenly, um, well, she's a, she's a hoe, not for you, not for you. I know that, I know he was red saying that Instagram post, he was red in the face. It's really not that deep. I, I think every girl could take a page out of Lori Harvey's book, get these men to sign these NDAs, enjoy your little relationship with them, and keep it pushing. Lori Harvey's what, 25, 26? 26, yes, she's 26. She, I'm like, she's not, she, I've yet to hear of her doing anything odder than what other 26-year-olds are doing. Like, right, well, she right. dates a lot. I should certainly hope so, ma'am. And as crazy as men are, I she should have them on a faster schedule to whip through. Like, no, you I, you're bugging. Let me again, not having the luxury of the game's time to wait another 15, 20 years to find the one. Like, no, we have to wade through all of this um, because there's nothing but nonsense out here. Good for her. I'm I'm Team Lori. I'm not even to stand for her like that. But anytime something like this comes up, I'm firmly Team Miss Harvey keep it pushing i'm i'm happy that she's living her best life i do hate i do hate that she did have future in her roster at one point i wish that that was one that she hadn't bagged um but she wanted it uh she got it she's moved on um but i love the Listen, our brains like, like our brains aren't even fully cooked until 25 so um i'm gonna excuse future for that portion um <laughs> but you know Sierra, Sierra made the same mistake as well, and I still think very highly of that woman. So um, I don't know what Future's hold is, but he has about what seven, eight, nine children. Clearly, he's doing something right to um, maintain relationships, but not with his children because I don't feel like he sees them. Um, I, I I never said that. I never said his children. I just meant the first part. <laughs> so Ray J has threatened Tyrese after the actor has called out Eddie Murphy for using Will Smith's infamous Oscar slap as a punchline during the the Oscars. Um, uh, Tyrese said, I'm still team Will Smith in all capital letters, so you know he meant it. There's nobody on this earth that will ever influence me to ever have a change of heart towards the biggest influence in my life. I'm just saying, man, dot, 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 move on already. I just watched Emancipation for the third time. Oh, he's a stan. For the third time, I just can't believe how masterful this overall movie is. Hashtag my brother's keeper. Um, Ray J jumped into the comments to say, and I quote, the Tyrese better mind his own biz. You not on Eddie level. To think you can tell Axel Foley or Hakeem, the Prince of Zumunda, to move on already. He's number one in his acting campaign still to this day. Real legend. You better show some respect, Tyrese, before we'll slap you back into your reality. Yeah, I said it. 
I don't get what he's talking about. You know how I feel about you and your antics. Don't play with my mentor. I, it won't end well. Ooh. So it looks like <laughs> Ray J shook the fucking table. <laughs> I am loving every part of these insane connections because on no, <laughs> on no planet would I have said that Will Smith was Tyrese's greatest influence, nor would I have said that Eddie Murphy and Ray J have some sort of connection. So automatically the players that we're working with, what a delight. What, what a treat this is to even start with. Um, I very much, I understand what Tyrese means. I don't care about the slap. I didn't care about it when it happened. Yeah. I don't care about it now. Um, I think that Brad Pitt was sitting up there getting loved up on at um, the Oscars or whatever just passed. And Angelina Jolie is going through um, a legal battle with him right now for abuse. And we all seem to be looking past that. So if Bradley can be there front and center, um, I don't see why Will Smith has been exiled to Timbuktu. But all that aside, this is a lot of energy for things that don't matter. Like, I, this is just... I don't think that Will Smith or Eddie Murphy care about any of this happening. So it's very funny to see their minions in the trenches in a, a gladiator cage battle against each other right. for no reason. Agree. Oh, yeah, it's it, it, it. I feel like um, Eddie Murphy or Will Smith don't know who either of these people are. Um, if don't. I'm being honest, but you know, if you guys want to engage in fisticuffs uh, for the for the name and respect of of your your idols, then you go right ahead. Just make sure it's streamed live um, so Shayram can catch it because I'd love to take a gander. Um, Kanye West has secretly married Yeezy architect Bianca Cesori. Um, According to reports, he secretly married the Yeezy designer. Um, in a secret ceremony Thursday, he was spotted wearing a wedding band on his ring. Um, though it's unclear if the pair had filed for a marriage certificate to make the union legally binding. TMZ reports uh, we hear Kanye's new wife has worked as an architectural designer for his Yeezy brand for a handful of years. Um, I don't know do that information. I think I think uh, <laughs> Kanye West like needs to have somebody like looking over him. Like I think somebody needs to watch that man. I know a lot of the hoteps don't think that Kanye is crazy but I, I think I think that's exactly what a crazy person would say. Mm-hmm. I am generally mistrustful of um, any union that gets a little hazy. They're like, I mean, well, technically, like in a legal sense, we're not married, but spiritually, I'm like, no, because where is this going? Um, the I either say you're long-term partners and y'all are happily together or whatever, but if we look for legal paperwork and y'all suddenly are backtracking, Brandy did this too um, when she was married all those years ago and, and pregnant, like. In hindsight, it was more of a, an emotional union. Um, I don't trust Kanye West, so I certainly don't trust this woman now. Um, <laughs> at least Kim got in before he went full tilt crazy. <laughs> um, if you are jumping on the bandwagon now, um, while the anti-Semitism is still hot off the press, that tells me enough that I um, need to make conclusions about you as well. So, um, you know, that aside, I wish them both the worst. And um, <laughs> you know, may, may, may nothing come from this. Please let this let this be the last time we hear from either of them, perhaps. <laughs> Love that. I am done. Um, goodness gracious. 
So what else do we got in the shade room screenshots? 50 Cent has apologized to Megan Thee Stallion. Um, he said that basically when all the things were going on, Megan Thee Stallion had the interview where she sat down with um, Gail King. Um, in the interview, uh, Gail King asked her if she had an intimate relationship with Tory Lanez. I honestly was annoyed by that question because I don't understand what that had to do with anything. Um, Megan Thee Stallion said no. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I knew she was lying. Like I just felt like she was lying. Um, it came out of court that she was lying. But in all honesty, it's not our business, and I don't really know what that has to do with her getting shot. Like he shot her. Like I don't get what that has to do with anything. Um, but uh, that uh, apparent lie was enough for Fifty Cent to assume that she was lying about everything. Um, now I don't get why. Megan the Stallion lying about throwing that ass back on a leprechaun means that she's lying about getting shot. I don't get how the math added up there, but I don't even know if 50 Cent graduated high school, so I guess I can't expect very much from him. Um, but after the audio leaked of Tory Lanez basically saying he did it um, and apologizing for doing it, um, 50 Cent has apologized to Megan the Stallion for posting the memes and making fun out of uh, the situation that she went through. Um, what I don't like, though, is that after that audio leak, there were a lot of people that were like laughing and cracking jokes on Megan Stallion, allegedly lying about being shot, which it wasn't, it wasn't a lie. But they don't share memes about Tory Lanez going to jail. So like, why are y'all not keeping the same energy with, with Tory's incarceration as y'all did with, with Megan uh, allegedly lying about getting shot because that's what y'all thought was the case. Like, I don't really get, I don't know. I hate people. <laughs> I mean, one, um, that's nice that you apologize, you know, 50, that's cool. Um, what women's uh, domestic violence shelter, something in that, that realm, where, what did you donate to quickly? I would like to know um, because this mm. talk is fine, but um, unless there's genuine, um, a genuine point of reparation made, you can keep it. Cause I don't care about your opinion anyway about me. So <laughs> at least you can help someone else out in the midst of all of this. Um, and I hope all those people who, like you mentioned, oh, posted all these things, not guilty immediately before any legal person in the courtroom even said those words, not guilty, it's confirmed, blah, 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 all of that. <laughs> now, because Megan has not sued anyone, she has not been uh, a plaintiff in anything, but I want the tide to turn now. And I hope her team was taking screenshots and screen recordings of all these people um, so she can take them to court for defamation and take them for all they're worth, empty their pockets um, and put them in the poorhouse. That is my dream. Um, so that you never make this mistake again. I don't ever want to hear another Megan the Stallion-esque story about similar treatment of a woman accusing a man of doing something. And then this is how y'all act for close to three entire years. I would sooner <laughs> hell freeze over and the de devil come up here himself and start backhanding some of y'all before this happens. And if Megan needs to be the uh, Cape Crusader who makes an example of all of you from other artists to bloggers, public figures, I don't know what Megan's mission in life is truly that I don't know God's calling for her, but I, I pray that this is it. I hope that music, yes, that's great. But if your real mark is um, making it illegal to talk about women online, full stop, I think the world will be a better place. Let's just revisit in a hundred years to see if y'all have learned any cooth or decorum around here. <laughs> well, shit. 
That's it for the Shade Room Screenshots. This is where we move on to the uh, Nigga Fuck You or Nigga Fuck Yes segment of the show. Um, I do have an NFY. Um, I would like to give a Nigga Fuck Yes to Tesla stock for dropping um, so much, um, for dropping so much um, and causing the price of Teslas to uh, apparently uh, be decreased by as much as 20%. Um, I think that this is beautiful. I think this is beautiful because y'all was getting beside yourselves with these fucking prices. Um, so, you know, thank you, Tesla stock. That's all I got. <laughs> um, I want to give an NFU to Miss um, Gwendolyn Stefani. Um, <laughs> I think that if you are one of the most successful culture vultures in history, um, <laughs> And you get away with that crime and people of color who you stole from are able to look back on your legacy fondly and in jest, don't get comfortable, in jest talk about how you're our Black, Latina, Asian, you know, Hispanic sister. Um, you know, you take that L and you shut up and you hope that no one ever delves into your legacy. But she apparently doesn't enjoy peace and was in an interview recently within the past week or so where she, so an Asian, I think she was, was Asian and uh, Latina uh, reporter, interviewer, asks her kind of about her, that whole era of her life. And she was like, well, I'm, I really am Japanese, you know? Like she doubled down in the year of our <laughs> Lord, 2023. And the, the tagline was something like, me and my editor truly aren't sure if that even really happened. Like, they both were so shocked and stunned. And they were like, what, like, I, I say, you can't be saying what we think you're saying. So, like, can you just elaborate? Or And she was like, no, like, my dad, like, I think worked in Japan for 15 years or something. While she was living in California, mind you. Um, and, you know, he would come back and have clothes and all this stuff. And I just, I was so invested in the culture. And, like, I really do feel like a, I'm, like, a Japanese girl. I'm an English girl. I'm a, and she just was tripling down on cultural appropriation um, instead of having all this time to sit and reflect and create an artful response because she knew the question was going to come for her one day. The reckoning would come. She was like, you know what? What if I just um, showed that I had not grown at all? Um, so <laughs> Gwen, love, angel, music, baby, cannot save you now. The, um, there, there is no redemption for you. Um, I wish you and your gargoyle of a husband a fast fast uh, to the darkest pits of the underworld um, and no happiness for all of your days. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Gwen Stefani, I've had is, Gwen, <laughs> Gwen Stefani is 53. Whoever her doctor is, before Gwen, I take that back. If you send me your doctor's name, oh my gosh, that is Nobel Prize worthy work. Whoever <laughs> has been just nipping and tucking, he is, he, she, they are the Michelangelo. Gwen Stefani has the Sistine Chapel of faces like she looks incredible it makes no sense it defies logic um but she apparently is a dumpster fire mentally so um you know <laughs> you can't have it all god does not always give with both hands 
Well, you know, say they say Asian don't raisin. It must be that Japanese blood running uh, through. Listen, black <laughs> don't crack. Somewhere in there, she's just mixed up inside and out. So, I mean, hey, I guess that's what's going on. This is, oh, oh, God. What's the body's wild response to her Juku backlash? Oh, I didn't even catch those headlines. Goodness gracious. Poor oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole the whole timeline was uh, in shambles for a moment. <laughs> she, she said, she said, what? With her whole chest? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, <Sorry>. goodness. <laughs> so I have an FY. Okay. Um, if you recall, um, my hairdresser, Kitty, was on that show a couple weeks ago. And my hair is in the toilet. Um, I was cruising and boozing last weekend. Um, my hair now looks a mess. And she did not have any appointments until Wednesday. And I was like, what the fuck? So I text her. I booked the appointment because, you know, if I see someone's books are closed off, you know, I'm not going to try to pull like a quote-unquote friend card or anything like that I'm gonna respect it and so um I booked an appointment for Thursday and I just texted her and said hey if anything else opens up before Thursday let me know and she swiftly came back and said do you want to come tomorrow I said oh why yes I do <laughs> and so I'm gonna go mom <laughs> she's she's real she's real she definitely is definitely is so yeah she gets my nigga fuck yes that just happened while we were recording so very fucking happy about that <laughs> god is good goodness All gracious oh i'm just so happy just seeing these techless this tesla stocks plummet is like it's really like joy to my soul um listen it's it's not Drawing my soul as far as the stocks invested, uh, the money invested in those stocks. Um, but oh, you, you know, are you have you have you have stock in Tesla. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, saying. Oh yeah, I was, and I should have left as soon as he bought um bought uh, Twitter. That was oh. truly. I was like, oh, this will this now will how, not end well. How early did you get in? Did you get in before the pandemic or after the pandemic? Um, ooh, probably before, but I would. I'm. Oh, you were eating, nigga. Oh. No, no, no. I'm like this. This was before. This uh, was. We we are in. It, it's shocking how um how far in the trenches he's been willing to take all of us, myself included. So um, <laughs> well, you know, in, state, me, in all fairness, I'm, I'm, in, in all fairness, if you got in before the pandemic, I I don't even think it's possible for you to be in the red. I don't know if they've dropped that much, have they? Like that shit. Uh, honestly, I'm just looking to um, make a bit of money, and then I'm like, I, my favorite CEOs are the ones I never hear from. I don't ever need to. Once I start hearing about you, things are off. Things are off the rails. And the fact that he now wants to be a celebrity and public figure, and also is like one of the worst people on earth. Not even exaggerating. I'm. I, it's time to go. I gotta. I'm. I gotta pull house. out. You gotta pull out. There, there's a for sale sign outside. I. I gotta go. Okay, so um, I will be exiting the premises as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, because Tesla stock went crazy, boy, after that pandemic. Lord have mercy. Uh, but yeah, that's it for this episode of Triple T. We'll see you niggas next week. Hello. Peace.